Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo. Yo. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm better. Good. I still can't hear anything. I'll try and I'll turn your headphones up here a Thank little bit. Thank you. It's I'll a be big, all right. big day for you. It's opening day. Opening day, man. I know. How exciting, huh? I saw a couple things about, well, I saw quite a few things this morning about baseball, and I was like, oh, it's opening day. Laszlo must be excited. Yes. I was looking at uh, a head-to-head competition they did where they pulled, I think they just said U.S. adults. I don't know how many. Okay. And they asked him, okay, you know, which mascot do you like better? This one or this one? They do this round robin, and then they end up with, a, you know, our favorite and least favorite mascots. So I just, when I read the intro, I was like, well, they're going to say probably the Philly Fanatic is their, their favorite. I think he always something wins. Something like that. No, he did not. As a matter of fact, he was 10th. You know who number one? Who? Pause. Detroit Tigers. Really? Yeah, he's got. They huh. they rank with the, They give you a percentage of wins. I guess it's how many people voted overall to say I like this one better than the other one. Pause got a seven over seventy percent win ratio. Then Clark the Cub from the Chicago Cubs, TC Bear the Minnesota Twins. If you ask me what their mascot was, I wouldn't be able to name mm. TC Bear. Oakland Athletics has Stomper. People like that. Mister Met. Mr. Met is cool. Mr. Met is one that With I would have thought maybe head. gives the, yeah maybe gives the fanatic a run right. for his money. I'm sure those two weren't at the top. Then Ace for the Blue Jays. I don't know what Ace looks Me like. Either. He just looks like a Blue Jay, doesn't he? I'm not sure. I feel like I can see that Blue Jay wearing a uniform, but maybe I'm just making that up. Then uh, Pirate Parrot. That's Pittsburgh. Pirates. I do like that parrot thing. Yeah, which one is that? Oh, the, the green. Got, yeah. Okay, He's yeah, got the green thing, one. Yeah. Then Mariner Moose for the yeah. Seattle Mariners. I only know that because we live there. And then Philly Fanatic number 10, so I'm scrolling down here looking for my team. Kansas well, Slugger's City, a pussy. Kansas so. City Royals. Uh, he's number 15. That's not too bad. Not bad, Out of Slugger. 27, you know, I mean, it's the it's the bottom half, but it's not at the very bottom. The least favorite is Swingin' Friar. 
San Diego Padres. Oh, why? I like that guy. I don't know. Then Slider for the Cleveland Guardians. I don't know Slider. Me either. I can't picture him. Billy the Marlin for the Marlins. Okay. And um, Raymond for the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know who Raymond is either. They also looked at ticket prices for around the MLB to figure out what it will cost you this year just for average ticket prices. And, of course, it depends on who your team is. But for so for a national average for the MLB, I think uh, what does it say here? Thirty five bucks. Okay, that's thirty five bucks a ticket. That's the average, and then the average person will spend fifty one dollars outside of the ticket. So concession, beers, drinks, Does that food, include parking? Whatever. They they put parking in here. They said wow. parking, spending an additional fifty one dollars on things like concessions, oh, an parking, extra fifty one. Yeah, an extra fifty one dollars okay. on things like merch, parking, concessions. So it ends up being about eighty six dollars a person on average that they spend. And depending on the team, it can make a big difference because I think the Red Sox and the Yankees, their average is now over $60 for a regular ticket. Extra? It's just oh, six, for a ticket. There's a 60, and then yeah. still, yeah. And then for the Diamondbacks and Marlins, it's closer to $20. Yeah. So they're at the, the low end there, which I, I don't know. In my mind, I just feel like baseball, maybe it's because I grew up in not a huge city. We, we had baseball my entire life. Right. And tickets were just something that, if you if no one had some to give to you, you know someone would get them at work. Like my mom's boss would get them for the employees or something like that. Or my dad would right. get some from work. It's like, hey, we're going to a game. We got tickets at work. But if we went and had to buy tickets, which I would drive there with my friends sometimes, just sure. I'm like, let's go to the Royals game. We could buy tickets so cheap. Oh yeah, the day of the game. I guess I had a kid as a Coke can. Oh yeah, the discount with it was the, just bring the a Coke can and you get a seat in the bleachers for the Tigers. Oh, they gave you a full ticket, a full oh, ticket. Maybe? So we would just go out in the garage, grab a Coke can, and then drive down to Old Tiger Stadium, hand them a Coke can, and they led you in. And that was it. That was literally it. Wow. Sometimes, I know, depending on when it was in the season, I think it started maybe a Coke can and five bucks. Okay. And then as they continued to lose and lose and lose, then it was just, just bring a Coke can. Right. And then I think at some point it was just, like, if you just, want to sit in the bleachers. Please come like, out. Just, yeah, just come out to the game. I remember the Coke can discount, but I was thinking it might have been for Worlds of Fun. The They've done that Park. before, yeah. Yeah, and as a kid, I just well, Tigers once had it. Up. They had, like, a Tigers thing and show this for... Yeah, they might have had it for baseball, too. I can't remember. I do remember those coupons being on cans, and it would sometimes influence which case of pop my parents bought at the grocery store that week. Like, oh, well, Pepsi this week. They've got the coupons on whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Uh, So then, of course, opening day, MLB. They've they've had time to look through all of these changes that they made and look at spring training and say, okay, so we've changed the rules. You know, you got this uh, clock now to try and speed up the game. How effective has it been? I don't know if you saw, but... The average they're saying now, it looks like it shaved about 26, 27 minutes off a game. Okay. That's substantial, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, su- you figure if a game, I don't know what it averaged before, but say it was three hours, three hours and change. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, because I think they more did than say 10%. it had gotten to just over three hours because it kept going up over the years. And I think we hit a, a new record within the last few years of, of averaging over three hours a game. But they said it shaved off 26 to 27 minutes. And then it also said, because they're trying to increase offense, too, doing yeah. things to, you know, uh, trying to remove the shift and all of that stuff with, right. the, with these new rules. And they said it's added half a run per game. That seems like it might be within the margin of error in my mind. Ooh, but maybe thanks. not. They didn't say that. They just said it's added a half a run per game. So okay. I don't know who's supposed to be good this year. I saw something this morning about uh, – they were talking about the Marlins on the news for some reason. They got somebody. And then they were talking about the Mets paying a ton Mets of money for of Verlander money. and yeah. oh, someone else big. like Big enough that I know 
The guys well, they got Diaz, but he's out for the season. Yeah, I was thinking that there was somebody else, too. But anyway, uh, I'm sure your son knows. He probably knows what's going on. And is he? Oh, yeah. does your son go into this? Does he start rooting for the Maryland, well, the Marlins? Is that what he does? Or Yeah, right now. Or, I mean, the Mariners, not the Marlins. Yeah. So, so he that's what he'll pay attention to. I mean, he, he'll pay attention to all of it. Yeah. But he's, he's from the beginning of the season. It's not like if the Mariners start to do well. Then I'll I'll get in that he's he's a he's Mariners fan. Okay, that's his he's team. All in. So he follows them and knows what I'm kind of moves they're making and all that. Where? And you're still a a Tigers fan, but you're a Royals I fan the too. Royals, yeah. And then For your sure. youngest is a Royals fan all the way. Yes. Right? Well, there is something exciting about it. I feel like even if you're not the world's biggest baseball fan, you got to admit it's it's a reminder that it's spring. That oh it's man, be anything nice can happen. Outside. And, and I'm guessing if you grew up in a city that had baseball, doesn't every town do this where when you were in high school, home opener was a day that everybody ditched school, at least when you were old enough to drive, sophomore, junior, senior. I just remember those days. It got to the point where I would just tell my mom, Mom, I'm not going to school today. Or, I'm, or I would even call her and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to leave school. I'm not yeah, going to tell them anything. And she was okay with it. Of course, by then, I think the hopes of me getting any types of academic scholarships, sure. yeah, those were gone. But everyone went to the games, and I just assume that happens in every big city. Of course. I don't know how far away even you have to live if that's a thing, if people make the road trip and say, we're going to go to the We used to go all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, it's a great time. And that's the one time, too, people talk about, you know, uh, what are they, tailgating. And, and you've pointed out that people don't really tailgate at Kaufman for the Royals. No. Because there's all this talk now about they the new stadium. They don't really tailgate baseball. That's my That's thing, too. Thing. It's not like, just them. Base, it's not. Baseball's set up like, if you go to baseball games, even with giant baseball crowds, like the Red Sox, the Cubs, the Cardinals, yeah, right? The Cardinals is a little bit different because it's a little bit newer down there. But the Red Sox, I mean, it's all about bars and a bar district and everything that's around there and people going into bars and partying before and after. It's not like setting up grills. Right. That's it's just, I mean, I've been to thing. a ton of ballparks, and I just haven't seen it. I think if they do it at all, I'm just going to say it's home opener. Uh, home openers, you'd see some people get there early, and there might be some high school kids there, and then there might be a yeah, few girls. Usually they're in the bar district right around the well, right. stadium. I'm that, saying you know, for Kansas City. Yeah, right, the yeah, only but, time I ever really saw it was home opener. Right. There'd be a few people out there cooking and throwing a baseball or whatever. But after that... It's 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 not happening. And now there's all this talk about well, there's been talk about the stadium, but I don't know if you saw they've proposed uh, building the stadium up north. They I t- saw the plans for it. Yeah, they. I don't know. Someone was telling me that they think that they proposed that stadium up north to try and anyone who was kind of like on the fence for like I don't know if I want a downtown stadium. Maybe right. make them go okay. Well, if we've got if we have to make a decision between up north and downtown, let's just do it downtown. But I don't know that that's why they're doing it. I mean, it looked awesome. It, it looks like. They're saying there's reason and to do it. And where would it be? I don't remember. I saw the, man, the Northland. I lived in Kansas City almost my entire life. I'm 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know my way around pretty well. North of the river is like a, uh, it's like Driven I might road. as well be in St. Louis. Right. I mean, I don't know when I get up there. I, I, if I'm going up north, I might be going to the airport. But when people talk about those different neighborhoods that they, oh, I grew up over here. I went to this school and it's up north. No idea. I just don't know. And that's a common thing. I hear that from a lot of people. It's not just me. And I think it goes both ways. I think people up there, too, are like, yeah, I don't know anything about the suburbs down there. I read where it was. I saw pictures of it. And it looked like there was space for it. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And I, I hadn't thought about it. But I'm like, eh, makes sense. I don't know. But still, when I'm you see that. I'm surprised they just haven't brought out the big guns. 
Who's that? Well, the big guns is, and they did it in Detroit for the Lions and the Pistons. And the big guns are, if the city doesn't really want to negotiate and the people say they don't want it, they threaten we'll leave. move it to Johnson County. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? We'll move it to the big suburbs. Yeah, that's what they did and, with the airport. Right. I mean, you know, they moved the Lions to Pontiac and the Pistons to Auburn Hills. And it's like, if you don't want it. Yeah. We can put it in a giant suburb. Yeah. We'll sell the same amount of tickets. It's got to be a huge suburb, but we'll put it there. Well, that, see, so maybe that's what people mean when they were talking about. But maybe that's what North KC North. is, yeah. right. Maybe they're saying, because I just heard several people saying, oh, this is their attempt to try and get everybody behind the downtown scene. I was like, oh, just because the idea of it being up north would freak so many people out or what? Yeah. I would obviously think people up north would be excited about it. But it just. But usually, like- I don't really see why it would matter. Just because, so like, if you're. It doesn't matter. But say you're the Pistons, right? Yeah. And you say, we're going to move out of downtown and to wherever, right? Pontiac, right? Auburn Hills, okay? Yeah, okay. Well, you're moving out of downtown. Right. So downtown's like, yo, wait, wait. We, we, we still we want to talk more. But they're not downtown now. Right. So I don't really see why that's anybody a, would be like, if they move north, like, what's the difference? Well, that's what I'm curious right. about. Because what, what do they say? They want a new stadium. The whole pitch I've heard so far has been, we need to move it downtown because that's where it should be. And then we can you know, get new businesses going and it'll just look better to people who visit. It'll be a better experience. It'll make the city better. We've already got a stadium in the suburbs. Right. You know, it's already out there. Right. So it's not like you're so, really making anybody mad. Right. If I don't know what their other thing was if they were saying the stadium needs, and I have not followed the story that closely. Maybe they've been saying the stadium needs updates and everything else, too. Even yeah, though I'm sure. like that was recent, but I'm sure that's probably part of it. And they're saying if we're going to do that, why don't we just build a new one? Of course. So it says a construction company has its own idea for downtown Royal City. Oh, this one doesn't have the thing about up north. Well, you saw the pictures of it, though, right? Yes. To me, I just assume, knowing nothing about it, like I said, that this is as good as done. They got to figure out how they're going to do it, and you know, get all the paperwork and everything else. Right. But they're going to figure just this put out. It downtown. They're going to put it downtown. And tell the casinos they can move downtown. Yeah, that too. And just just do it all at once. Yeah. Just tell the casinos, yo, you can move downtown. Yeah, I don't know who that's up to, but they and need to figure that out. Royals, here it is, and you guys just all put all this stuff together. Yeah. Make it all work together. Yes. I mean, if well, casinos uh, will be like, of course, right? What do you, what, you want parking structures? We'll exactly. build them so high. For, exactly, we'll build them so high. It doesn't matter. Yep, I, I don't understand right. why it hasn't already happened. I've heard all these talks about how they're they're trying to get illegal gambling at the Lake of the Ozarks, just like in the show. You know, they're trying to get right, gambling sure. down there. So I don't know if that's actually happened or happening, but I've heard a lot of rumors. If that's the case, and they figure that out, whenever they're doing that deal, whatever it is, hopefully right. it changes yes. the legal. You know. Wording to say, right. yeah, and just now put the casinos put in the stadium downtown. downtown. It's good. Yo, yo, what's going on? Well, you have to be honest about this one, it can be tough. Also, okay. you have to try and remember back. But I saw they took a poll and they asked people the most predictable movie plot twist and the best plot twist, like that they never okay. saw coming. And you're pretty good at, well, at least I know there was one particular movie I remember. We were sitting in the studio. I think we had like the little TV on. A trailer came on for. I don't even think the sound was on. And you said, "Oh, what's that?" And I said, "Oh, it's so and so." And I'll get to it. You're like, "Oh, so let me guess." And you guessed it. And I was like, "Did you? Yeah, boy." But then I started really? hearing a lot of people had guessed it. So maybe it had something to do. It was based on a book, and it seems like with the book people didn't get it, but with the movie people were onto it well, really it? early. 
It was Shutter Island with Leo DiCaprio. Oh. And I remember when it when that trailer I've came out. I've still never seen it. Right, and you just asked, what's it about? And I recall we sort of tried to turn the sound up, and I said, he's like a detective, and he's working on this uh, island, this... Uh, I don't know what you call it, insane, insane asylum. I don't remember. I don't know what you're supposed to call those now, but something like that on this island. And he's with, really crazy. And you were like, yeah, you, you were like, oh, so he's actually one of the uh, patients. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, well, it took me like four days reading that book to get to that part. But so that one is on here is one of the most predictable. People said they saw it coming a mile away. But then there's other ones. So, oh, okay, so like this was one that they said was one of the best that no one saw coming. And it's the prestige. The problem I have with the prestige. I never saw it. <sighs> I get it confused with the other one. The other one's the magician. I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. There was two of them that came out at the same time, which that was a big thing in the 90s, and I actually just... The Illusionist. The, the illusionist. I just read a thing that Prestige I... Prestige is so good. I never knew this, but they said that back then it was really common for a studio to find out another studio was making a movie. And make it like it. And make something similar so that they could kind of piggyback off of the right, other ones, sure. you know, spending all that money on uh, pr- promoting the movie. So in The Prestige, Snowcone, do you remember it? Yeah. And you remember what the, the twist is? Um. Yeah. It says that the competing magicians can't figure out like he was cloning how himself. The, I think. How the other is pulling off an impossible yeah. teleportation trick, uh-huh. right? And then it says Christian Bale has a twin, and and oh, Hugh Jackman right. has clones. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure I saw this movie, but that sounds ridiculous. That sounds and, stupid. And I remember thinking the other one was pretty good. The Illusionist, like I liked that movie. Oh, the, was the Prestige the one the people liked more? So good. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. So you can't figure out the trick, and then the answer is he has clones. You can't figure out the trick. They can't figure out each other's trick. And one of them is Christian Bale has a twin. And that that, that and, I'll buy. And that he keeps them, you know, hidden away. Whatever. Sure. The other one is that he goes into, like, one of those giant water tanks where they have a yes. lock and you have to okay. escape or whatever. And at the end, like, they cover it up. What he does is he drops them into one down below and drowns them. And, yes, he's got clones. And it involves Tesla. And Tesla was helping him, like, with clones. And David Bowie plays Tesla. Okay. That it sounds so worse than the illusionist. It's so but I know good. people it's like Christopher them. Nolan. It's so good. Hey, not everything Christopher Nolan makes is great. I don't think. Didn't he make Dunkirk or whatever? I mean, some yeah. of those movies. I'm just like, okay, Prestige dude, is I don't amazing. Know. Okay, so anyway, that that look. I'm probably wrong here, and I obviously get those two movies confused. Still, I can't explain it well. They well, I'm looking at the plot twist. They said Christian Bale has a twin, and Hugh Jackman has clones. I mean, that doesn't sound like a great plot twist. But you know what? I didn't recently watch it. Watch it so. The twin sounds like, okay, that's an interesting twist. I wasn't got but And we've seen it before, right, in murder mysteries and those type of things. But, like, just to throw out, and I have clones. Yeah. But that, it, to me, is like, well, now you just... It's cheating. There's no it, such thing. It's cheating. It's, like, the, it's, cheating. Like, it's like this was a dream. It's actually it's all a dream. dream. It's far fetched. When you watch the movie, it, it really it, it doesn't seem that That, crazy. to me, feels like when you... There's no such thing as clones. Right. So no you're clones. just making it up. Right. Or this was all a dream. I'm like, well, then why was I watching it? <laughs> right. right. I mean, I don't want to hear your story about a dream. Right. This is yep. ridiculous. So, okay, one that they said was really predictable, because apparently that one wasn't. One that was really predictable was Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, 1999. Now, I don't know how many of you remember this movie. I actually saw it in the theaters. Do you guys remember Sleepy Hollow at all? No, the one maybe. from the late 90s? I think I saw it in theaters. It was the, the guy's wife was controlling the headless horseman the whole time. The reason people figured it out is because in the movie, it, when you go to see it or when you sit down to watch it, in the opening credits, Miranda Richardson's name was really big in the opening credits. But then she didn't have a lot of screen time early on. So some people yeah. apparently figured it out that way. I just remember thinking the movie wasn't that great. But another one, so they go back and forth. This one is one of the top uh, twists was Us. Did you ever see Us? No, I don't think so. You never did? Jordan Peele? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Get Out? You saw Get Out, I right? did, yeah. Uh, what's the, what was the latest one? Nope. Did anyone see Nope? No. I watched Nope. Nope. 
right around the time I think it came out when it was streaming. Like, I think maybe the day it came out. I was excited to watch it. I got to be honest. I think a lot of it went over my head. I had to read stuff afterwards. It was talking about these metaphors for Hollywood. If it's a lot of metaphors, it's a pretty mm. good chance that I'm not picking up on it. My English teacher in high school could tell you that. But us, I really liked. Okay. And I, I liked um, Get or yeah, Get Out, too. Yeah, I that thought, was good. I thought, I thought it was kind of predictable. Yes. You knew it was going on. Yes. And I don't remember if that's... If we were supposed to know, that's one of those. I look right, back sure. and I'm like, did we know already? Did someone? I tell think we me? were supposed to know. But well, I don't know. If we. I think. I don't think they were hiding it. Yeah. So with us, as I recall, again, I could be giving myself too much credit, but I think that I had some sort of an idea of what the plot t- twist was. And honestly, because I know it's 2019, that to me is recent enough. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I think if you like scary movies, to me, it was by far my favorite movie of his that he's made so far. He just had the three, right? I liked it the best. I, I've seen it twice now. I think it's really, really good. Uh, Saw, like the, the scary movie Saw. Do you guys remember that? 2004. Look, I know I've seen the Saw movies. What the hell was the twist? They're saying this is one of the best twists ever. The serial killer behind the trap and like all the murders going throughout the film um, says, is the dead body that's been lying motionless on the floor in the room the, the entire time. I that's completely right. That's right. that's forgot really about that. He stands up at the end, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, now it's been so long since I've seen it. 2004, almost 20 that was really years. Good. But I don't remember. Were we trying to figure out who Jigsaw was or who the killer was? I mean, yeah, I think so. You right? No, yeah, I do. I think, as I recall, I remember being surprised by that at the end. Like, holy crap! When he stood up, it was like, oh damn! Right? If someone had told me, hey, there's a big twist. That sometimes that'll ruin a movie. And they go, wait, you'll never guess the twist. Then you're the whole time you're watching, the like, time. what's the twist? And you'll figure yeah. it out. Like, uh, what lies beneath was on this list. And I remember people talking about the twist, and that probably had something to do with it. They listed it as one of the most predictable, but that's a Harrison Ford movie with. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh god, Michelle what, what's Pfeiffer Michelle Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer thank you. Uh, it's a scary movie. I don't remember that twist though. The 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 twist is. I mean, I feel like I can give this away. Yeah, it's old. Uh, it, it's really old. What year did that movie come out? Two thousand. It says the the twist is that the husband did it. He he killed her. So it's it's what just like that? what lies beneath with mm. with Harrison Ford and I remember something about them being out on a dock at the lake maybe somebody boy drowned or it's I haven't yeah, seen it since like it that. came I out like a bathtub was involved yeah a lot of those scary movies started getting those big twist endings mm-hmm. and it felt like it was after the Sixth Sense they yeah, all tried sure. to one up each other which the Sixth Sense they had on here is one of the most predictable now I will admit that before I went and saw the Sixth Sense. A friend of mine just said, oh, he's he's dead the whole right. time. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, so sucks. I knew what the twist was because he told me. He just was yeah. like, I'll ruin it for you. It's stupid. So I don't know. But I felt like a lot of people got a big kick out of that movie and did not think it was predictable, right? No, I didn't. It was a huge it was deal. a huge twist. Yes. Now, when he tried to put his twist at the end of The Village. Everyone and wants to like say that, they like, saw eh. it. You know, everyone's, they saw it coming and that they knew it the whole time, but no one did. I would have thought no. that would be one of the top ones. I, th- I think people talked about that. For a while. That was, that was a, a big twist. deal. That was like the saying, biggest twist of all time. Right. Yeah, I would put that near the top. Now, <clears throat> here's one that I know I fell for, and that was Primal Fear. 1996, you guys remember that movie? Was that uh, Ed it. Norton? Ed Norton and uh, Richard Gere, right? Yeah. He's, a, he's a defense attorney. He's one of those like cutthroat defense attorneys. Defends a lot of slimy people. And Ed Norton was arrested. I, think, I mean, murder. I don't remember right. the details, but this was his client. And Ed Norton is like, yo, dude, I did not do this. Well, and I kind of want to watch it. I'm going to step yeah. out because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I won't ruin good. it. I won't ruin it for okay. you. Honestly, I, I, I saw it it's streaming somewhere, 
something that I have. I saw it pop up just within the last couple of weeks. And I was like, Brooke, have you seen this? And she said no, and I added it to the it's list. It's good. Because I think, I, mean, I don't know, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I felt like it was a good movie. And you should tell me in the chat, I'm ban you. They, they probably will tell you in the chat. It's well, like that guy, banned. that guy, by the way, who told me the ending of The Sixth Sense, he wasn't even a friend. It was some guy at a party. Wow. And he, and the movie had just come out. I mean, that's, that's a dick move. That is a dick move. Uh, so predictable, uh, The Uninvited. I've never seen it. 2009, no. has anyone seen this? I vaguely remember it, but no. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay, but I did see The Others with Nicole Kidman in 2001. That was good. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that was good. Now, they said that this was one of the best twists. That I one... thought it was good. I didn't I didn't realize that they were the ghosts. They had, like, creepy masks or something? No, no, no. You're thinking of... That's a different movie. What is that called? The The Others is the one where... It's like they look old They tiny. live in a haunted house. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. And there's and these family. people who are haunting them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But then you find out that they're the ghosts and the other people The are. living people oh. are the ones haunting them. Right. Okay. So okay. they're like, why are these people haunting us but they're actually ghosts? I thought it was a good... I, I thought it was... Cl- I mean, I, I remember thinking maybe they're the ghosts, but it was clever. Okay. Got right. It. it was clever was and it could thing. be real. You know, it was clever. As I recall, I thought, I think these people might be dead. Because of the because we'd had the sixth sense and it right. seemed like but everyone was, was trying to do something similar, but it didn't matter really. No, it was clever. because it was still kind. Of, it had some good scare scenes and and then so for uh, so predictable is here it is Shutter Island 2010, which again yeah, that was really Lazo predictable. saw the trailer. He had yeah. not. I had read the book. I was so excited about this movie coming out, even though I knew the twist. Yeah, it was Scorsese doing a horror film. Yeah, it was really excited. Yes, I was super excited, and Leo was going to star in it. Mm-hmm. And then the trailer came out, and I'm, I kid you not, that trailer was on mute. And Laz was like, oh, Leo's in a new movie? I was like, yeah, Shutter Island. It's based on a book. It's a really good book. And he's like, so what's the, the setup here? I was like, oh, it's like the 1950s where he works on this mm-hmm. island. And Lazo just goes, oh, so let me guess. He's one of the patients. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, they might be doing a bad <laughs> job. Maybe, yeah, maybe they, yeah. Sh- maybe they need to change theaters, how they and do it was this. Like in the first 10 minutes, you know. Yeah, and it also felt like that's got it. I don't look. Scorsese probably doesn't have a perfect record. I've seen, I think, most of his movies. Probably the that's probably his low. But you know, I've seen right? recently that it's been getting a lot, like a lot more love. Like people were saying, I go back and watch this. It's actually, better. than I've you only remember. seen it once, so I don't know. But I don't recall people really liking it. And another one that I've never actually seen, but I've heard about my whole life, is Soylent Green. Did you ever watch it when you were a kid? Mm, no, not really. They said that it was one of the best plot twists. Yeah, I, yeah, I think maybe I, mean, when I was hear really people little. Saying it, maybe when I was like, really, really little. Soylent I think me and my sister. People, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that was such a big thing. I remember when I was a kid, that SNL cast with Phil Hartman and all those guys. I was a kid when that cast was on TV. And they did that whole Soylent Green as people sketch. So right. honestly, I don't know if I would have known or if it was just because of that SNL sketch that I remember. I can hear him saying, Soylent Green is people. It's right. people. But I never saw it. I have a tough time with old movies. People talk about classics. I'm like, all right, everyone loves this. I should go back and watch it. Like Gone with the Wind or whatever. Yeah, no. And I'm just like, I'm going to tell you. I don't care. Not not yeah. all that into this. One that makes me mad that's on here, Lazo, of course, i got to stop defending this movie, is The Happening. 2008, M. Night Shyamalan. Am I saying his name right? I think so. I feel so. like I say that wrong. So Shyamalan bad. sounds dumb, the way that I'm saying it. It's got to be wrong. Mark Wahlberg. People yeah. hated that movie, got terrible reviews, yeah. and they say the big plot so twist bad. is the trees were doing it. No, it was, they weren't. It was the air. It, wasn't it was the, the tre- wind. It was the earth. It was so it was, stupid. It was the environment. So stupid. It was, it was just like this, this pandemic, what was killing right. us, right? It was just so stupid, a virus. like this COVID it's thing. It's so stupid. <laughs> that like, virus thing that kills a lot of people. That movie was so bad. I still like it. No. I still like it. 
still like it. <laughs> I so do too. And I just saw it streaming somewhere. They just popped it up in the it's last good. couple weeks. Don't you guys try and say it's like a it's a parody or something? No, or it's, it's meant a, to be like a like a like a throwback kind of. Yeah. Pulp. No, it's not. It's just bad yes, acting. It, no, 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 no. I do think that it's yes. It's. I read that somewhere. I'm not just coming up with this. That, it, that all the acting, they said, well, why is everyone doing this? this? Isn't how they normally act. That it was supposed to be yes. some sort of Hitchcockian thing right. or throwback like to the old timey or yeah. the blob. Yeah, okay. which I don't know enough about okay. film to know that stuff. I just know that I thought it was. It was supposed to be a Hitchcock fun. type film. Okay. Yes, That's exactly what it's supposed. And to And when be. you get the disease, even the shots were like a Hitchcock film. Right. It looked like an old yeah. movie. And when you get the disease, you kill yourself. And the way right. that he came up with different. Suicides, a guy laying in front of the lawnmower. Right. Come on. That's that was good stuff. How do you not like that? No. I saw it streaming and I was like, ooh, I actually like this movie. Brooke goes, I love that movie. She's like, mm-hmm. I've told you this before. I heard yeah. you and Liza talk about it, and I said, I like it too. So there's at least three of us. But they put that on there so predictable. And then finally, this reminds me of Soylent Green because just one of those things that I I don't remember the first time I saw it, but Planet of the Apes. Have you guys seen the original Planet of the Apes? Did you watch it when I've you were seen a kid? Them all. 1968. You've never seen them, Snow Cone? No. Oh boy! I Do think you know I the saw, like, twist? That remake in the early two thousands. Yeah, I know. The my, Tim Burton a movie. A friend of mine says like the new ones are like some of the best movies ever made. He loves them. I went and saw. I saw the first of the new new ones. Whatever yeah. those were. Yeah, he loves. People them. love With those. Like, like Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's the guy that did Woody Harrelson, Eagle or whatever. Yeah, my buddy right? loves those movies. I only saw the first one, but they did get really good reviews. But that one that came out in two thousand one. That's the, I remember, I, that's the one I saw. I remember listening to this radio station. I was working for my mom's. Uh, company doing like cleanup on construction at houses and they talked about that movie on the morning show every day for like a month i don't know what was going on if they just didn't have anything else to talk about if they were supposed to be promoting this movie but they got me so worked up that i got so excited to see that and i actually called my girlfriend high school girlfriend and i was like hey friday night we're gonna go out. i'm gonna take it down to the plaza we'll go out to dinner we're gonna go see planet of the apes i was so excited right. and then i went and saw it and i was like you like it the one from 2001 the mark Wahlberg, tim burton one I think I like it. I like them all usually. Like, I, I don't. I don't think they're like you know great, but they're you know. I think I built it like up in my fine head. Fine roller coaster rides. I don't remember having any opinion on it at all. The one from two thousand one. No idea what I, I did like the old ones when I was a kid. I thought they were cool, and everyone knows the twist, right? It's from nineteen sixty eight. I think we can give well, the twist away, the, right? The Statue of Liberty or something. Exactly. What exactly. Is that? I don't know that, it though. You think that they think they're on the planet of the apes, like on a different planet, right? But okay. they're the whole time the planet was. Earth. Okay. Yeah, that's the big twist. I can just see like he's on a beach like, you bastards yeah. or something. I think at the end of the Tim Burton one, I don't remember. There was something similar. Was it like the Abe Lincoln Memorial? Wasn't that remember. it? They did something like the Statue of Liberty, okay. but it was slightly different. And then they're like, oh. And then, uh, the oh, they said uh, so predictable. The last one was Scream. I don't remember thinking Scream was predictable. Me neither. I didn't think no. that was you predictable You had lots at all. of people. Who could yeah. it be? And sure, they yeah. might have been on your list of suspects. But I don't remember people saying that was no, I, I didn't think so either. Or that it was two of them. Right, exactly. There were two people. You're trying to think, who is the killer? Yeah. And you thought it could be everyone. Yeah. Right. And the movie wanted you to go through. Mm-hmm. And I thought I don't, also don't remember anyone saying that movie's not good. No, of course it's not. It good. was so good. I can't believe so like really good twist movies aren't in there. Like what? What do you, What's missing? Memento. I skipped some of these. Oh, so Memento was tough to that's good. tough to figure out for that's sure. There's hard. no way you can figure it out. The first thing. You have to watch it three or four I times. I had to pause it that's and rewind really it. really good. Yeah. Um, Usual Suspects. That's a good one, too. I, su- I was surprised good. that Usual Suspects wasn't on here because in my so mind, that's one of the top. That's one of the yeah. top twists. That's ever. one of the top twists. When well, you're watching it, you're like, what? When, when he starts walking normally at the end. Yeah. And you start seeing the stuff and on you, the board behind him. Right, you see stuff on the board, you're like, what is? And then he starts, you're like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, that was good. 
Yeah. That yeah. was one of that those. That blew my mind the first time I saw someone it. Someone told me it was a twist. Right. So I was like, oh, something's going to happen here. I didn't, uh, seven. I didn't see it. Seven? I don't remember What's the in first the box? time I saw it. Right. I don't remember the I first time I saw it. I didn't know it was in the box. It. What's in the box? <laughs> I didn't know it was in the box. But for some, I thought Wasn't that it might be her head. head. Yeah, right. I was thinking it was her head. I feel like I thought head. it was her head, too. I mean, that's why he's screaming, well, what's yeah, in the box? Well, yeah, you're hoping. Right. I, I guess I don't remember the first time I saw it. I like that movie, though, and I've seen it probably Man, three that or four so times. so good because Kevin Spacey shows up like an hour in. Yes. And like that detective. Right. And you know it when he's saying what's mm-hmm. in the box, but you don't know it before that. No. 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 When he opens the box and he's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's it? Then you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. But before that, you have no idea. Yeah. There was that he got to her and cut her head off. You have no idea. The other one that they said was really a great twist. I didn't mention the part. The Departed, by the way, we were talking about. Well, that's a great twist at the end. Oh yeah, that's a good twist. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Like, I guess was it a twist? I'm trying to think. You knew. What didn't we know? Uh, what was the right? twist that yeah, he that he kills? I Wahlberg guess that that, that you're not expecting, right? right. Or that Wahlberg kills or, Matt yes, Damon. Kills mm-hmm. Matt Damon. And you're not expecting. Uh, no, you thought it was done. You thought it was over. Right. And then there's a knock on the door. I, right. I would say. And now, again, I feel like I don't want to give away a great Scorsese movie ending, even if it's 20 years old. Yeah. But there were a few things at the end of that movie that you were not expecting. No, you think it's over like three all. times. Yeah. The, uh, Parasite. Remember that movie from 2018? I think it won the Oscar for yeah. Best Picture. Remember, people love that Parasite's movie. Parasite's amazing. So you loved it's it. It's so good. Okay, I think that's one that there'd been so much hype and I'd heard about for so long that when I finally watched it, I was like, okay, well, that was good. I'd like to watch it again. It's so Do you good. remember what the... I, I will say I had no idea. I was not expecting that twist at the end. Have you seen it, Lazo? Par- Parasite? No. That movie that I really won the... can't remember it now. So that maid, who had been fired from working in that yeah. family's house, they got her, yeah. turns out she'd been hiding her husband in a bunker. I remember that. In the basement. Yeah, that was the, the big basement. twist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. He was in the bunker and she would have like, been feeding him and yeah, stuff. I yeah, was, I, don't, I remember being surprised by that. I didn't know what that movie was about, though. Well, I saw a metaphor it. for... You know, that's the, the wealth gap. Yes, I remember reading about it afterwards. And I'm like, oh, well, this is probably why so much has been over my head. It's yeah. metaphors. You got to hit me with it. You got to say exactly yeah, the what people this at the is. bottom are obsessed with people on top. Exactly. And, yeah. the church. The church of La- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, what are we doing? Well, I'm scrolling through this list here hoping that I don't show up, but I'm sure I do. 
And what? It's one of these. It's from one of these food websites. Which one was it? The Daily Meal. Mm-hmm. But so normally I'm not like a foodie. So I don't. But a lot of times they'll have lists and things like that that I do find interesting. One of these things that just came out was them talking about the types of guys that you'll run into at a bar, and okay. and and all the worst, the worst types, and the different types that you run into at a bar. And they, they've got names for them and everything. So oh, good. The first I'm one. I'm sure I'm in there. The Lothario. This is the guy who's always hitting on women, doesn't get the clue that she's not interested, right? He's yeah. trying to seduce everyone. Says they're less concerned about making a genuine connection with another human being and more concerned about not spending another night alone. Yeah. They can be identified by their various war crimes of what do your tattoos mean? Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> and the always cringeworthy, can I have a hug? Now, I've never yeah. tried oh, it. Can I have a hug? <laughs> but I can just imagine it. That's amazing. At least I don't recall trying the, have you ever tried that? Can I have a hug? I don't recall, but it seems feasible. I, I know oh, I've man. tried the, do you want to make out? I've mm. tried that. Yeah. Just, this is sure. more direct. The hug is just, <laughs> come on. Direct. There's, man, if you can get someone to make out with you at a bar, that's, that's you good figure. stuff. Right. That's good stuff. But how do you do it? I'm just not good. You ask. That. I know. I know. I guess you ask, and then it would probably also help if you were a little better looking than me. But it certainly hasn't well, stopped I mean, me you got to play trying. ball in your own league. I know, I know. Well, remember I told you on St. Patrick's Day that one time, she was like, yeah, we can make out. And then she threw up all over the floor. Yeah, well. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And she's like, no. And I'm like, no, I still Please. want to make out. Yeah. So there's the Lothario. That's one of the guys that you see who's no good. He's just constantly hitting on people. Then there's the aggressor. The aggressor is obviously the guy who wants to start fights. Goes into a bar. He starts getting a little tipsy, and he starts looking at people sideways. Staring oh, contest, yeah. all those things, mm. kind of sizing everybody up, waiting for an excuse. I have a cousin like that. I had a friend. Who always gets it. No, <laughs> that's not. Well, me. we went out. There was one time. There was one oh, time. That was because someone wanted to beat him up. Yes, yeah, someone right? wanted to fight me. Yeah. yeah, but then you're like, let's go outside and I need kick your help. ass. No, I was saying if so the guy tries like, to fight me, he's gonna help me. I need your help, please. This guy's gonna kick my ass. Oh, this guy's please. gonna kick the ass out please, of me. Please, let's beat him up, please. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't saying let's beat him up. I was like, I need you guys to have my back. I had a friend who liked to fight, and the thing is, like. It's not like he it's not like he ever seemed to really regret it. So I don't know why we always tried to stop him, but we just didn't want to get dragged into it. Sure. But he was not a big guy at all. Well, and he but he could fight, fight pretty sure. well. And maybe that was part of it. He was trying to prove something as soon as he had a drink. Man, I have a cousin. As soon, soon as, as a drop a of alcohol touches his blood, he That's is just it. looking for a fight. And he gets in like, I've been to the hospital so many times he gets in fights and gets his ass. Oh, kicked and him. like arrested and maced by the police yep. one time. Oh, yeah. I remember one night we made it. We'd been out to the bars. And it was the three of us, me and a couple other friends, you know, including him. And we are walking out to the car. We're done. We've made it. No fights. We specifically purposely went to a bar where, that was pretty quiet and sat down in the basement. There was nobody really down there. And we managed. There were a couple of close calls, but we managed to keep him out of trouble. We are walking to our car in the parking lot. It's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And he starts talking to someone who's talking to a girl. It, I, it looked like the two of them were getting along just fine from what I could tell. Sure. And my friend goes like, hey, man, why don't you just leave her alone? Yeah. And the guy looks at him like, what? And I was like, oh, my God. And we're both in. I'm like, dude, we dude go. come on. Let's just go to the car. He was done. At that point, he was in. And it was, we were like, you know what? This is all mm-hmm. you. I, how do we get dragged into this? Right. So my friend and I had to decide, like, do we go help him? Do we? He went over there. And these guys threw punches at one another. And then they got in the car. You know, especially alcohol. Was obviously the main trigger. Yeah. If he mixed a little cocaine with that, you could just yeah. forget about it. Then it, something was definitely. Well, that happen. was my take on cocaine bear. That that it was about. No, that if I had enough cocaine, I could take him. Like oh. he was such a badass, but they were all sober. I was like, if I had as much cocaine as him, now it's an even fight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, cocaine makes a lot of people feel powerful. Yeah, right? that bear Strong. thought he was tough. Yeah, but he was just all high in cocaine. I needed <laughs> if I could snort as much cocaine as the bear was, <laughs> then I'd fight him. I wonder what these people have in common. The the aggressor types. That you said snoke on your cousin. It's a drop of alcohol. Yeah. I had another friend in high school. Competitiveness. Yeah. So I I used yeah. to like to fight because I was competitive. I didn't really want to hurt anyone. I didn't really want to get hurt, but I liked to compete. Competitive. It was sports. It was. Yeah, that could make know, sense. It really was. So when I was younger, it was like, well, I, you know, it's like, I was just, I used to be the guy who get into fights in my twenties, and I was just, I don't know. I would look for the aggressor and try and find him, and then I'd be like, all right, I'll try this guy on for size. See what happens. Right. See what happens. So I never really started it, but I would look for that guy. Okay. And then I would, you know. You're like the. Then uh, I would just keep an eye on him. Be like, sooner or later, that guy's going to start something. Then I'll just try it out. Yeah, you're the good guy. See what movie, happens. Then. I'll you know wait for the other guy to start it. But I know who him. he is, so I'm not yeah. really the good guy. I'm just wait. I know yeah, but you're you didn't do start it. it. You didn't start it. That's yeah, fair. but I just waited for you to start it. So the two guys I knew who had that problem both had real issues with their dad, like to the point where that was another thing that came up a lot when they would drink was talks about their father. So I always thought maybe that's part of what this is because both of them, whenever they drank, boom, it was right. looking for a fight in. I will say the one friend that I was just talking about earlier, he never tried to fight me when he was drinking. He never really tried to fight us. Oh, I would never try to fight a friend. But, but I, we had another friend, the other guy, he, when he drank, just forget about it because he would come after you. He got that look in his eyes when you see those true crime things and they're talking about, you know, his eyes turn black like a shark. They look like through me. Mm. That's what this guy did. Right. He wasn't there. You could tell. You'd be like, Chris, stop. But he's not there. Mm. And it's not like he'd had that much alcohol. Mm. It could just be a few beers. And next thing you know... He's coming after you, which right. made him really scary because he's a big, strong guy. He was an athlete. Sure. I was like, I can't fight this guy. He he threw a punch at me in my parents' house, like was at my house as a guest of mine and went after me. I was like, dude, you've got to get out of here. My friends ran off. They literally ran up the stairs and are looking down from around like little <laughs> kids listening to their parents fight. Right. I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't be around this guy. Uh, the next type of guy at a bar that you don't want to see is the lousy tipper. Yeah. So, and they talk about in this article how tipping is, and tipping culture is obviously a hot button topic, and everyone has their their take. But it doesn't change the fact that it is what it is right now, which we've said many times before. You can't change it just by being a bad tipper. You alone being a bad tipper doesn't help the problem. So they talk about the tipping etiquette being a little bit different per drink or for drinking than it is for food. And Snowcone, you and I were talking the other day mm-hmm. about tipping at a bar isn't it like a dollar per drink this article saying it's actually two dollars per drink mm. now so i don't know you know it's 20 percent baseline still just like if you were eating right. out but if you're ordering drinks one at a time whatever just go ahead and tip two dollars per drink so i don't know what you're supposed to do if you see the guy who's a lousy tipper i think you just pick up the tip for him right if it's your friend just th- throw him a couple bucks i wouldn't but- think someone's a lousy tipper if they ordered a beer and gave the bartender a buck me neither. That's I not, wouldn't yeah. think. Well, that's a lousy tipper. I wouldn't think that. Right. No. If he's if he's tipping a dollar a drink, well, then I think we're doing okay. Yeah. And by the way, I'm still looking. I'm watching for the aggressor the whole time. Yeah. I'm not watching for the tipper at the bar. Right. My eyes are yeah. looking for the guy who's sizing up the room, ready to fight someone. Then there's the um, the last one here is the undeterred conversationalist. Now, how is this different from the Lothario? Because the Lothario, he's just trying to be a ladies' man, right? Mm-hmm. But. This guy, apparently, is the guy that doesn't pick up on clues that you don't want to talk to him. It doesn't have to be someone that he's hitting on. Sure. It could be anyone. He tries to have this conversation, and yep. then he tries to talk about the things that you don't want to talk about when you're drunk at a bar, like politics, like 
asking the person across from that he's never met before. So what are your ethnic origins? Yeah. You know, well, those types start of things. With that? I don't know, but just reading it, I was like, God, that sounds horrible. I've, I don't, I've met that guy. You have? Oh, yeah. starts having ethnic that, origins? That weird. Well, I will get into an Uber, you know, and ask the driver, where are you from? Like, you know, oh. it's like, it's yeah, I mean, that's probably part of it. I guess they probably would be under this umbrella too, but the whole thing of like saying things that are really cringy and just continuing to do that and just not being able to take the social cube i don't want to talk to you right you know? yes that's the thing yes and I, so i don't know again you know what as i look through these i'm just like man i'm the guy still i'm still looking for the aggressor i guess lazo is too but for a completely different reason He's well like, not anymore now i can no, spot him then, and i want to leave yeah but when they walk in i mean you can tell and as a guy i don't know what it's like for women but as a guy when when's the last the bar, time you got into a fight what would you think like an actual physical fist fight? Like an actual fight? physical fist fight. How long has it been? been a while. Yeah? Yeah. I can't remember. But are you... St- Even though those days are behind you, your fighting days are behind you, if you were at a bar and you were drinking with friends, and there was a guy who was starting trash-talking, whatever, somebody, yeah. I don't feel like you've totally put yourself in the I will never fight Oh no! Camp. I, I could see Lazo being like, "F this." I put myself right. in the camp that I can't come to work with a black eye. Yeah, I'm a grown ass problem. Man. Where in my twenties was like I could go to work in construction or the navy yeah, with a black eye. No one they'd be like, "Dope, well, long night last night, huh?" Now you show up and people are like, mm. "Yeah, what happened? You beat your kids." Like exactly. that's just where it starts, yeah, exactly. right? So you just really can't. That's it's not because maybe I don't. Maybe not even that I don't want to. It's just like I don't want the repercussions of that. I'm a father. Do you but know, I wouldn't be scared of it. Right. Because it's still kind of in your DNA a little bit. Yeah. And do you like... It was in my dad's DNA. I remember my dad walking in with a cane. And we were out somewhere and some guys cut in line in front of us. And they were younger. And it was me and my dad. And I was like, I'll just leave them alone. Like, what? You know what I mean? And But, you could, you know, they were dicks. Yeah. And my dad just looked at me and goes, that's a good way to get your effing ass kicked. Oof. And I'm like, well, here we go. My dad's got to hit him with a cane, and I got to fight these five guys, right? God. But, yeah. That sounds like, did you guys but see just that? But he still had it. Like, right. even though, I know, he he, he he couldn't barely walk. Right. But, but he, he still but had he it could, in him. But like, yeah, but he would not, he would still not turn down a fight. It's who he was. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, and some people, I know it sounds crazy, but some people, and maybe you're one of them, kind of like being hit. I think my friend who started all that... Mm. Trash dogging. I think he liked being hit. A like in a bit. sexual I, way? No, like no, not a sexual way. Like it made him feel alive. Like I'm. Oh, I've got a lot of pent up frustration, anger. Somebody hit me. I want to hit you back, but go ahead and hit me. Whereas a lot of people are like, God, I'll just do anything I can to avoid getting hit. I think some right. of those people are like, No, I'll, I'm ready to get hit. I wasn't Throw scared me a punch, to get hit. Make me feel alive. Your dad's story reminds me of this. Maybe you guys saw, it, but the dad. This was just within the last couple of days. Who was killed on a Starbucks patio? Did you see this? Mm-mm. This guy, apparently he asked these guys not to vape in front of his toddler, or stop blowing vape into his toddler's okay. face, and they beat him to death. Jesus. Uh, hold on. Let me see if they shot him. Or, or Okay, People Magazine. Here we go. Dad was killed on Starbucks patio after allegedly asking suspects to stop vaping their toddler daughter. Let's see. You guys didn't see this headline? Police no. say the dad visiting a Starbucks with his fiance and to- toddler daughter was stabbed to death after asking mm. a killer to stop vaping. This is why you just... You can't well, say I will say things are different now. Like, if I, I used to get into fights in the 80s and the 90s, and they were just fist fights. Like, you, nobody 
pulled out an AR-15 and just right. started lighting up yeah. a room. Right. That, you, I was never... The worst that would happen is that I'd really get beat up bad, and it would take longer for the bouncers to get there than I had wanted. Yes. And I got to go home and nurse my face for a sure. week. And like, you know, it's, but I'm not going to die. Right. Like, I'm literally not going to die. I'm like, you're bigger than me, and we'll fight. And if you win... It's going to hurt for a while, and I won't do it for a little bit, but it's fine. Like, I'm not going to, I was never right. scared. But now you're like, hey, this guy could stab me over, well, I, you know, it's, yeah. the world's a different place. I, I know that sounds weird, and but it, the world's a, it's, it's, it's much it's more so dangerous. Unpredictable. It reminds me of the dad giving the speech on Friday when he's like, you know, we fought with these, and, but we lived. We lived to fight another day. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. I'm telling you that I had that instinct for years that if you're in a car, and someone cuts you off, or whatever, you flip them off, they'll flip you off. Who cares? Right. I do not allow myself to do that anymore. I'll get right. that urge, and I'm like, oh, God. I, you have to kind of assume that everyone around you is strapped, and they're about to pull a gun on you, even if they're in a, you know, a car or whatever. Right. I just No road rage because you don't know what's going to happen. And I'm curious. I don't have kids, but if you're going to be protective of someone or something— the kid is probably yeah, the one you're most right. likely to be protective of. But would you ask someone to stop vaping at a Starbucks because your kid's there or to stop smoking or to stop? Because my mom used to do that. Stuff. Don't cuss. We've got kids here. You know, that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, mom, please don't do that. But she would do that. She would. And she'd also just kind of interfere. I remember kids were smoking at the mall one time. And she's like, are you guys old enough to be smoking? I'm like, yeah, mom, yeah. leave him alone. But now I feel like they would advise you to just right. not do that. You get stabbed over asking someone. No, to no. quit vaping. Yeah. Just assume that everyone could stab could, you. Could stab. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doom scroll, bitch. Well, AI. It's everywhere. Jesus Christ, man. Enough about AI. I know. Uh, you you can't go a day for sure without hearing people talk about it. This morning I heard Elon Musk talking about it. It's going to be the end of the world. Everyone's going to lose their jobs. But then I see, in, I think it was NBC News, did this big thing about these scam calls that are now using AI to generate voices of loved ones to call you and ask for money. They talked to a guy in the segment whose daughter called and said she'd been kidnapped uh, and needed ransom money. I knew that. Uh, hey, Mom? Yeah. If only we knew Snow Cone's hey, Mom. mom. I need help. And she's hey, like, not mom. again. You just asked for help this morning. <laughs> uh, well, hey, mom. This guy believed it was his daughter. She said that Didn't she'd been kidnapped. Again. I mean, you, you're going to be freaked out, even if you know that there's a possibility that it's a scam. If your kid called you and said he'd been kidnapped, Girlfriend, you're going to be worried on the girl, off chance that it's real. Girlfriend's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about this this morning, huh? Can you send her some flowers or something? Please. Send some flowers or something. Well, if that happens, need to borrow some money for some chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that call, you're supposed to pick, hang up, pick up the phone, and call your kid immediately to find out if it's actually them. Because these scammers are using AI now to come up with these voices, and they're doing it with social media. I said, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" She goes, "I've had an accident, and I need I need your help." When I first heard my daughter's voice, I mean, it was my daughter's voice. It convinced me that that was her. Calls like this have the Federal Trade Commission sounding the alarm this month. Warning of advancing artificial intelligence used to simulate someone's voice in imposter scams. So they're getting the voices from social media. So if you have a lot of videos on social media where you're talking, Mm -hmm. they just grab that. They take these snippets of different audio. They put it into these programs. I don't know what the hell they are. She's real mad, Mom. (laughs) 
And you're supposed to call. She said she was going to erase the bachelor board. <laughs> Never erase the bachelor board. I know. That's what I know, Mom. Uh, today is opening that was day. Our <laughs> Today's opening day. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. They, got, they got new rules in place. It's supposed mm-hmm. to speed up the game. Supposed to increase offense. Uh, right. the, the whole deal. Everyone's very, all. very Let's excited. See. What are the scores today? I don't know. It's the same game that's made it America's pastime. But a brand new playing field for Major League Baseball. As teams around the league prep ballparks and players take their cuts in anticipation of opening day. But maybe the most exciting development for baseball this year, a bump in the pace of play. For the first time, a pitch clock will be introduced. 15 seconds between pitches when no one's on base and 20 seconds with base runners. It's part of a slew of new rules meant to speed things up and add offense. So far, the early returns are strong, with spring training games running 26 minutes shorter than last year and scoring up half a run. The half a run uh, score, okay, that's not much, if anything. But 27, 26 minutes, what do you say? 26 minutes that they've shaved off the average game time. That's substantial. Half an hour of of game time seems like that's made a, a difference. I guess we'll have to wait and see if it's the same. Now that the actual season has started, but I would assume that it would be somewhat similar. Right. You, you can expect the game to be about a half hour shorter. I meant to go back and look at that list that shows the average length over the years. I know I've seen it a million times, but it's kind of crazy how much longer games got in the last 20, 30 Way years. It, it, it started to really stretch there. I think it was especially the last 20 years, but I could be wrong. It might be more like 30. So but it, it, it started to get longer and longer. Oh, you're boring. Fired up. Uh, boring. Baseball? Yeah, he said it's too long. It's long boring. and boring. Long and boring. Snowcone doesn't like it. Just like him. <laughs> I think he'd love he's it. He's curly. <laughs> like if I could give a descriptor, it'd be long and boring. It'd be you. That Fox News producer, Abby Grossberg, that's been all over TV, because she admitted that she didn't fact check people on the air. And, and all this, who, who's surprised by this? It's cable news. I, I don't know. Whatever. It. So now she's being interviewed by other news outlets. On TV, and like, how could you? You know, what, 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 why would you do this? I mean, how did you sleep at night? And she's so apologetic, but then she'll finally get around to saying, like, I decided to keep my job and, and be able to pay my bills. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I figured. I didn't need you to sit down for an interview to explain that People to me. People said you were a lousy journalist, that you that your behavior was shameful because, among other things, you had said in reply to a question that you did not believe that it was your responsibility to fact-check whether or not what someone was going to say on the broadcast was telling the truth. It felt awful. I mean, it felt terrible because I knew that I was bullied, intimidated, and coerced into saying that just to keep my job and stay at the company. And... The question a lot of people would have is, why would you do that? Um, no, I think I knew nope. what you were going to say before you right. said it, because you wanted to keep your job and pay your bills. I think that's why most people do what they do at work. If it's something that, you know, look, maybe there's someone out there who's like, my, my dream would be to go into cable news and to just not fact check anyone, just not do any production of any type, right? Yes. Maybe help them live. That maybe actually even is my be, dream. Be a fall guy for them when they go down. Yes. If they get deposed and there's some sort of a lawsuit. Yes. I'll just be the fall guy. This would be my dream. That's Laszlo, right? Why not? So Sounds if they, fun. If they ask Laszlo. Get in down the, there and lie. Right. I don't care what side. No. Are I you paying me? I don't care. Me? Yeah, I'm getting paid. Don't care. Do not care. It's why I shouldn't be a cop, among many other reasons. But I, whenever well, I see I'm those cops, I'm like, I'll take the money. I will take the money. I'm with and Tucker a lot of Carlson. If you're dumb enough to believe me, then there is no hope for you to begin We're with. That was anyway. his argument. Yep. You're so stupid you believe me? I feel the same way. 
that's kind of the Alex Jones thing with his lawyers saying like, oh, you know, it wasn't yeah, real. Yeah, but at least People I think knew. Alex Jones kind of believes what he was saying. I do believe that. I'm not sure exactly. I think Tucker Carlson knows for a fact. I got to put on this bow tie and lie. Yeah, I'm not really I, like, sure. I think he knows. I don't know if the... I don't know what Alex Jones Alex thinks. Jones believes it or not. I really don't. I, I, he could be as weird as we think he is. I, I don't think there's any doubt that Tucker Carlson sees him le- sees himself less of Alex Jones and more of uh, Howard Stern. As an entertainer. I'm just going on. I'm entertaining, really, man. From I'm the just get-go. giving you style. And on, when he was on CNN, wasn't it Crossfire yeah. or one of those? Like, you knew. Right. right. This is a, this is a game. And he's gone all over. He's been left. He's been right. He's been the, I'm the moderate voice of reason. Now I'm the crazy guy. Right. right. Because Bill O'Reilly's gone. And so right. They, they need a crazy him. guy. I'll be the crazy guy. Yeah. Two black hop helicopters crashed. There was a black hop crash within the last like six months at a um, National Guard training facility. Same thing here. This happened in uh, Kentucky. These two uh, helicopters crashed. I don't know exactly what they were doing other than training, but they're now saying nine soldiers died from this accident. I mean, when your kids join the military or whatever, you don't think. My kids? I hope something. No, just your kids in general. When, you know, you've got a loved one who's in the military. You worry about them being deployed, being in combat. I'm guessing you don't worry too much about them just, you know, kind of practicing, going through the routine, learning how to use stuff. Although that stuff does happen a lot. I saw a guy just the other day who he went off to, I think he was in the Army, and they had to do something with a zip line. And when he went down the zip line in basic training, he hit his head and broke his back. And, he, yeah, he's completely disabled. Oh, you know what it was in? It was in that thing that we watched about the, the QAnoners on oh, NBC. Right. Remember, right. he was just yeah, in yeah, training. Yeah. And so now he's like this injured veteran. You're like, oh, man, I wonder if he got hurt in Iraq or Afghanistan. Right. He's like, neither. It was like Kentucky right. or something. Overnight, two U.S. Black Hawk helicopters crashed during a military training incident about 40 miles away from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Officials say crew members from the 101st Airborne Division were flying two HH-60 Black Hawk choppers during a routine training mission when the crash happened around 10 last night. I, I I don't know. I like helicopters. For a long time, I thought it would be cool to learn how to fly a helicopter. I still think it might be kind of cool, but they do seem they seem substantially more dangerous than airplanes. That's for sure. There's just something when you look at them, they ha, they kind of. I'm not. A, I'm not even going to say it. I'm an idiot, so it doesn't matter. But they just don't look like they should be flying like that. You know, it just doesn't look like it would work. And it's, I feel like you see more accidents. Maybe you don't, but in my mind, it seems like there's more stories about helicopter accidents, even if it's one of those news traffic cams or whatever, yeah. and somebody crashes it. You don't hear you a lot those. about helicopter accidents, do you? I feel like I see them. I don't know. We just had another Blackhawk one not that long ago in one of these training uh, things. I think it was in Tennessee or Kentucky as well. And do you remember that one with the... I don't remember what they were covering, if it was the riots or what it was, but there were those news choppers, and they ran into one another, and there's video of it right right until they Mm-mm. hit each other, and then there was video from another chopper that wasn't involved in the accident. You just think, man, there's a lot. There's not a lot of stuff flying up there. There's only a few of you. You think that you, know, you could keep an eye on each other, but I don't know anything about flying a helicopter, what it's like. That's a lot of people. Nine, yeah, nine soldiers dead from these two helicopter crashes. Um, the unruly flyers issue in the United States, something like 2,500 reported unruly flyers last year. It's, it's thousands. And yeah. then lots of them being fined for assaulting people, you know, the flight sure. attendants or other people on the plane, having to lead to emergency landings or being restrained, all these things. I just thought that if you did that, they put you on a list that said you can't fly again. 
I would assume. That's what I assume. At least for a certain amount of time. Right. If you punched a flight attendant in the back of that, you come running up the aisle like I saw like I do and just punch a flight attendant. Right. You're screaming. You have to be taped up. I would think they would flag your name and say, this person can't fly. Like you said, at least for a while. At least for a while. But then I see today that the lawmakers in Congress are trying to put a bill together that would allow the TSA to create this no-fly list for unruly passengers. Mm. We don't already have that? that. I would have just thought the airlines. Me did. too. That the air, maybe I didn't know that did. we need a government to step in. I, look, I don't want to sound all libertarian here, but if Snowcone bought a ticket and pulled his wiener out and showed it to people, why wouldn't they just be like, okay, Snowcone can't fly anymore? Maybe it's just how they communicate with one another. Are they saying that Spirit and United and the others don't communicate with one another. Well, I don't care well if don't United know. takes if them another. Around. They can make their airline? own thing, right? right? right. Like, you're, you, Snowcone, cannot fly Spirit anymore. Yeah. Right? That's it. Off. It seems like that would be. The way to do it. You One check time. the boarding passes, right? And if you were to get name comes an up, it's flag, it's flagged. Mm-hmm. Just like I can't go to Canada. Same thing. Right. Name comes up, they're like turn around. Same thing. Like, like hey, you can't fly in spirit. It yeah. seems like I don't know why we would need a list for that. And you test it once or twice to see if your name actually shows up on that list. If it to me to go works. to Canada, you probably tried it Never. since then once. Oh, you haven't tried? No. Nope. You might be able to get in After there. After thousands of reports of unruly passengers on flights, <gasps> a bipartisan group of lawmakers are pushing to keep violent travelers grounded and out of the skies. The violence has to stop. Acts of violence are outlandish and unacceptable. The bill would create a no-fly list for out-of-control passengers and allow TSA to ban people fined or convicted of assaulting crew members. A process will be put in place that makes sure every passenger knows if you commit violence in the skies, you will no longer fly. Apparently this has bipartisan support, and they are going to work to create this no-fly list for passengers fined or convicted. Just like the drunken lane. I think then, after all that happens, we should have the violence in the sky flight. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, you've been kicked off. UFC airline. Come well, hey, look, Come we're not air. saying anything's yeah. going to happen. We hope everybody behaves themselves, but just know. It could get rowdy. It could get crazy. Yeah. These are the people who have, uh, who have done dumb stuff before on an airplane. You're all I going, like to, like you're all going to Vegas together. And I'll start my own airline. It just caters to them. Yes. And you probably get money from a network because they're going to want to make a reality show yeah, about like it. Yeah. This, this will pay for itself. The unfriendly skies. Unfriendly skies. Your flight mm-hmm. attendants dress up like American gladiators. No, well, yeah. I mean, they'd be tough guys. Yeah. They'd tough be guys. Tough guys. They got their right. equipment tasers. on. Tasers. And, and open bar. Open, open bar. bar. I do yeah. like open bar. And tasers. Yes. This sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Tasers. Like weapons <laughs> hidden throughout the plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stash. Check under your seat. Yeah. You well, may or may I meant tasers right. for the guards, but right. I, yeah. like, I like the way you did it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're going to finish Doom Scrolling. Coming up. Yeah. Another train. I really can't get over this uh, unfriendly skies thing. I really like this idea. It's a idea. great idea. And I'm I do you. think that you could get a, a, a you, channel to pay for it. If yes. you've been banned from an airline. I mean, this would make such a good show. But now that we've got it out there, I'm afraid that if it truly is a good oh, idea. Oh, you really think American Airlines is going to jump on that? I think you could turn it into a show. If they pay for it, if someone's willing to pay for it, one of these networks would pay for that reality show. The open bar thing is yeah. key. Open bar, obviously I don't think they're going to let you really put the tasers under the seats. No, I but, wouldn't want any of that. Right. And you'd have to have bouncers, a lot of bouncers. Yeah, and it's just the idea is we're going to give these people a second chance. Yeah. But obviously they don't have as many options when it comes to flight times. They're going right. to have to work around our schedule. But we'll let them fly, and then we're just going to stick cameras in there. I really, really like this. And then you'd have even an audition process for the flight attendants. Here's our best. Here's our best flight attendants that we have to offer, the toughest. Oh, yeah, but they'd have to be nice. Yeah. Like the really good bouncers. They're our best of the best. Yeah. 
And then that's it. Just see what happens. I like it. I'm into it. I mean, of course I like it. I invented it. I know. So let's make sure that we do something with this. I think it's called a treatment. I don't know what that means, but you got to write it down, Snow Cone. you got to write it down and send it to somebody. If right. they make reality shows about SWV and Escape going back on tour together, they surely would make a reality show about unfriendly skies. Uh, we'll finish Doom Scrolling here in just a minute. I'm gonna, I was going to tell you more about AI, but I'll cut that part. The Church of Laszlo. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doom scroll, you good looking son of a bitch. Another train derailment. This time in Minnesota, they evacuated, I don't know, people from their homes because okay. this time they were carrying ethanol. Filled with ethanol and it caught fire. So I don't know what, what the ethanol was for, but it's on fire. Or it was on fire, and they told people to get out of town. It's like a couple hours outside of Minneapolis. Emergency crews have been on the scene here since 1 o'clock this morning when this train derailment first happened here in the town of Raymond. You can still see cars are still on fire. A bunch of emergency responders here. Some of the cars are still actually upright and on the tracks yet. Okay, so it just says, okay. I'm looking here. It doesn't say how many people they evacuated, but it said that the residents... Near the derailment were asked to evacuate the area. The derailment took place at 1 a.m. in Raymond. Homes within a half mile of the derailment. So there you okay. go. All had to evacuate because of the burning ethanol. Yesterday it was that barge that was filled with... What was that barge filled with in the Ohio River? Did you guys see that? I have that? no idea. Oh, you didn't see that yesterday? It was carrying... It's The headline said it was carrying toxic waste. Mm. If you Google it and just look up barge... There's video and pictures of this thing sinking. It hit a bridge, and it was like sideways, and I don't know if there was any hope in them trying to save this thing, but it just started sinking. And I guess all that toxic waste just went into the water. So, you know, I don't know. Like, did that stuff happen a lot before, and we just didn't pay as close attention to it? Or are we just running through a bad string of luck here? It doesn't seem like it, right? I mean, like Exxon Valdez. That was a a big deal. I feel like we've had accidents, uh, but the train derailment seemed like... Right, a lot, a lot right? right? Yeah. Like, We're hearing yeah. more about those. Right, and that's kind of like why I don't. And I think it's because of what happened in New, New Oh yeah, I was almost said New Britain, uh, East, East Palestine. Palestine. But did, weren't they transferring some of that toxic waste, or, or not waste, toxic waste, but waste from that thing when it was done? Didn't they say they were taking it to another city that had it? And it was like East Britain. Or oh, something, I don't know. Remember? Well, anyway, I feel like that got the news more interested in these train derailments because I yeah, did see I some people would say, be anyway. But I saw a stat that said like it's been up like two hundred percent or something over well, the last. It has oh, to okay. be, right? Okay. I mean, I still feel like even if we weren't paying attention to it, we would hear about it. Okay. Right, if like, a train derailed somewhere, something about lax regulation. And the percentage has gone up like astronomically. Oh, you know what? I did read that. Yeah? Yeah, the less regulation thing. You're right. right. I did. Right. Something well, happened. Well, I know they wanted those brakes. You know, Trump Obama, stripped the regulations. Yeah. He yeah, stopped yeah, them yeah. from putting the brakes that, that Obama said. you got to put these new brakes on there. And when Trump's administration took over, they said, no, you don't have to put the new brakes on there. Because, of course, the train company was like, we don't need the brakes. Right. And if that yeah, train had had those brakes, they said it wouldn't have Yep. Derailed. I don't know if that's true or not. Yep. The barge, I'm looking at this now, <laughs> 1,400 tons of toxic substances 
Toxic waste is among those that crashed in the Ohio River near Louisville, Kentucky on Tuesday and sunk. So, yeah, just right there in the river. I mean, we probably don't use the rivers for anything, right? Just right. sink some toxic waste into there. And what is that toxic waste? That's got to be sensational. What 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 is actually in it? There's no way we put, like, nuclear waste from a nuclear power plant into a barge, do we, and float it down the river? They don't do that. You know what? I wouldn't have thought they put all that stuff in a train and fly it down the tracks with no brakes yeah. at 80 miles an hour or whatever it was. Right, here and we go, are. Oh, and the entire city, now the water supply and everything else, that area is going to be... They're gonna have. They should just make a, a season time. two or three or whatever of Chernobyl, Chernobyl yeah. and just make it East Palestine. Didn't they do? Was there some sort of sequel season? Wasn't that guy gonna make another series about some truth thing? Didn't Chernobyl like come back that, for like a that second sounds season? Sounds possible. I feel like it did. I would have. I feel like I would have seen it if it did. But I mean, do you know? Do you remember if Chernobyl did another some sort of follow up? I'll check real quick. By the way, Lazo, that thing that you watched about Koresh. Snowcone and I were talking about this the other day, trying to figure out, did they make new stuff on Showtime? They did. It's coming. Right. Yeah, so what you yeah, watched It's got all the same, same people. people. Right. It's confusing, yeah. right? So they added more stuff, it sounds like, because... This the it's the aftermath. OKC. Yeah. The trials and stuff, right? Isn't that a big part and of it? it? All I saw was it said the aftermath of, right? The aftermath of what we watched. Yeah. In the pictures I saw, and I don't know if that was in the original or not, but it showed I them on trial. I think it's supposed to have, like, Timothy McVeigh in it a lot, and it's okay. going to Oklahoma City. That was, oh. like, that was, like, a year later. But, well, the people who were in it before, well, they won't be in it because they died. Yeah. Unless they do flashbacks, maybe? or yeah, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen that first one. I don't remember exactly, but I got to think this has something to do with Netflix. Like, will the Calkin, whichever one, whichever one's in it, will he be in it because he lived? Thibodeau oh, right. or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But that doesn't come out until April. Is that what you said? Yeah, I saw. I saw yeah. the preview for it. Yeah, okay. someone said that. Like I, well, they ran the preview before Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Okay, maybe that's where I saw that. Well, I didn't watch the first episode though. Did you? I haven't. No, we started it and then turned it off. I'm gonna like, start we're gonna, that. We're gonna fall asleep. You watched it? No, I haven't. I, I'm, oh, I'm, you didn't I'm watch it? it. You I were watched. Counting I watched. Down the days. I watched the Netflix. No, 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 no Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Oh, Yellow Jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course I watched. Okay. That. okay. Yeah. I didn't. I turned it on the other night and then I was like, you know what? Have you not wa- finished it? I haven't watched it at all because I was like, you know what? I just wasn't in the frame of mind. That's exactly what I was like, okay. I watched the recap that they did and I was like, okay, I remember most of this. And I was like, you know what? Take a step back. I just need to, Same like, thing. you know. I'm not focused enough. I need, right. I, and I need to do, maybe when the kids aren't there, not when they're just asleep or whatever, like, you know. It's good. I, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not a me. It just picks it up and. Add some new stuff, some new plot points, and yeah, I thought it was good. I did the exact same thing. I just thought I don't, I don't think I have the mental capacity right now to focus on this the way I right. need to focus for the next hour. Because the I mean, recap it's not a passive watch. No, it's not. You, you need to pay be attention. Involved. And the recap mm-hmm. only reminded yeah. me of that. I think like I need to really right because you get to this. you get new adult characters like adult Lottie. Right. They haven't, haven't seen adult Van yet. And I know in the recap they're like, "Who is Lottie?" Whatever. And then yeah. in my head I was like, "Who is Lottie?" Right. I don't yeah. even remember yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's kind of confusing too trying to remember which character is supposed to be which character when they have the younger version of themselves. They do a pretty. Good I was job trying to remember that, making sure you know which one's which. Okay, because that's okay. the part I need the real refresher on. Is all right. I don't know that I remember who's supposed to be who for all these younger. You know the different right. Actors playing the different characters. A Wall Street Journal reporter has been detained in Russia. Why was this Wall Street Journal reporter yeah, why in Russia? The hell would you be there? I guess because they were spying for the U.S. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least that's what Russia claims. Breaking news overnight: An American reporter for the Wall Street Journal has been arrested in Russia. He's now facing 20 years in prison. He's the first journalist for an American outlet to be arrested on spying charges since the height of the Cold War. The latest in a dangerous rise of tensions between the United States and Russia. Boy, oh boy, lots of tensions there. I saw that they. 
both countries are basically like, yeah, we're not going to live up to our nuclear treaty stuff anymore. So yeah. forget about that. All that work that we've done over the years to try and de-escalate things. We're just going to go ahead and point those back at you, and you're going to stop looking at us. We're going to stop looking at you. And then Russia said, we're getting rid of all ages, right? All age yeah. restrictions. Isn't yeah. that what it was this week? Yeah. No more mm-hmm. age restrictions because we need everyone, anybody in the military that we yeah. can get. Then they told Sweden, did you see that yesterday or day before? No. The ambassador... From Russia told Sweden, if you join NATO, we're going to kill you. It's basically what he's saying. Like, we will attack mm. you. People will die if you join NATO. I'm like, dude, really you guys like have NATO. become, you guys have become now this kind of cartoon villain, this caricature right. of yourself. You got to right. just maybe tone it back a little bit. And you would think that at a time like this, maybe this would be the time where someone comes along, one of these oligarchs, and says, dude, Putin is messing up my money. I can't have this guy messing up my money like this. We've always had some sort of an agreement here, but this is causing problems. I mean, people are fleeing the country, or they already fled. I think it was yesterday or day before, I also saw a story from Reuters about a kid who drew an anti-war drawing. That's all it was. But he ran, and so you know they've got these people there, just like they do in dictatorships where they're they're spying on other citizens telling on one another for those i guess credit points and so what what they do they charged his dad his dad i saw his dad was being charged with crimes because his son drew a picture that was anti-war sins of the father but i guess sure yeah exactly you know i mean you hear of other countries do that i think north korea i don't know if it's true but you've heard that if someone defects then they'll go after family members because that's you want to sure even if you're like i'm willing to risk my life you might not want to risk your family's life Which Lazo's the opposite. He wants to get into North Korea. Right, so it shouldn't be a problem. Right. And and Joe Biden isn't going to say, we'll kill your kids if you go to North Korea. Right, right. I'm taking my kids with me if I can. Yeah, I would assume. Sounds awesome. We're all going to go. We're going to fish and eat rice. Like, it's Change everything. Make propaganda movies. Yeah. And what's the worst thing I have to do is say, like, oh, yeah, I went golfing with Kim Jong and he, every hole, he got a hole in one. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because then they, like, they want Americans to propaganda. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, my God. You have a good life. I went in the bathroom. God doesn't have a butthole. It's awesome. Right. That's all you got to do. That's what he says. Now I have yeah. a bottle. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. I'm like a crazy man. Like, you never feel less of a human being than when you go play golf with Kim Jong. That's what I would say. One, he doesn't have a butthole. Right. And two, he just hits the ball and it goes in the cup. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. He can drink as much alcohol as he wants and never gets tipsy. He's unbelievable. The sun doesn't rise until he wakes up in the morning. I've heard that one, too. Yeah. Something about the sun coming. Well, the sun I told him that I wanted to go golfing at sunrise because I like it in the morning. And he said, well, what time do you want me to get up? So, <laughs> ah, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. You can you'd be good at it. You'd be nice. really good. And just do radio. Yeah, like, I'm a radio, radio guy. Yeah. And they're like, great, propaganda radio. Well, let's take right. We're going to broadcast it. We're going to you know, make sure that people in South Korea mm-hmm. can hear it, too. Talk about how great it is up here. Yeah. Oh, we might even send you on tours. We're going to do North Korea pop and K-pop. Yep, just do mm. K-pop stuff. In K-pop. In K-pop. I like In K-pop. In K-pop. That should definitely be a thing. I know it he should be. He should be fighting. He should <laughs> be fighting with South Korea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm saying, like is it, I say I'm saying, is it not already 20 a thing? years, he's still surprised I'm a genius. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, is it not already a thing? Are there North Korean pop groups that they try and compete? That seems oh, something I, Kim Jong would be all think, about. I wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think that he would put together a bunch of people and say, we want to make pop, pop groups that look so much yeah. better than their pop groups. They I do all think... that stuff with kids and he may not talk about level of censorship. I don't know. Florida principal... Well, she's lost her job because she got scammed. Now, she says, look, I'm a smart person. Anyone can fall for a scam, even a smart person like me. And what was I supposed to do? Elon Musk was messaging me and emailing me and telling me to send him some money. And then if I sent him some money, he would invest millions of dollars in my charter schools. 
I only sent him a hundred thousand dollars. I didn't know what was I supposed to do. If Elon right. Musk comes to you and says, "Give me a hundred grand," I'll give you six and a half million or whatever it was. You give him a hundred grand. Anyone mm. could fall for this. That's if, true. If I saw an email right now that said from Elon Musk, I'd be freaking out because I would think it's from him. Yeah. Call me crazy. It says return address at Elon Musk. Elon Musk at Tesla. That's him. She has to lose yeah. her job over this. It's a hundred grand. What's a hundred grand? She's already taken the blame for it. She's admitted fault. Ooh, she that I fell for a scam. I think that's the real punishment. Is the embarrassment? I am a very smart lady, well educated. I fell for a scam. Somehow she believed it. Matching funds with this guy, and he was supposed to give like six million dollars to the school. I put myself into this position and into this mess, and I made a bad decision. You know, she did use $100,000 of the school's money. It's not like it was her money. I don't know if she would be in trouble then if she said, well, I got No, she's trying to make them money, right? Right, she's trying to make them money. I mean, your company's never lost you money on your 401k? What do you do with them? You, you immediately well, make them leave? Company's lost I'm saying your 401k company, right? You got a oh, company right. that's supposed I to invest for you. My company was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> no, but if things go down, you're like, hey, they were supposed to be making me money. We're, a little, we're a little light on cash. Take it out of Lazlo's 401k. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm like, yeah, where'd my money go? I'm like, sorry, put it in Tesla, email thing, whatever. Another, great idea. Another great idea, though, by It way. may have, but I don't know that it has. It's the Church of Lazlo. Yo. Yo. My man, Nick Wright from FS1. How are you? I'm well. Sorry it's been so long. Uh, well, I know you're I busy. I know you guys aren't huge basketball people. You know, it's kind of a slow football time. I guess we could have talked a little Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, we could have talked about Tom Brady to dating Reese Witherspoon. I mean, is that, that happen? Is that true? What are you talking about that? Is that I've never heard of that. Oh, I you have never heard that until this very Oh, moment. buddy. No. I was looking at this oh, earlier. Man, if that happens, I will turn on him. Why? You I love, love Reese Witherspoon. Exactly. You like, love now him. it's too much. Well, you, I figured you'd be happy. You, you love both of them. You're living your best life. Uh, yes, exactly. You know, exactly. You want to know something so funny? Hey, let me ask you something, because this is somewhat related. Okay. So, Laszlo, because I'm on a group thread with your older son, yes. Euro. And mm-hmm. how old is he? Is he 15? He turned 16 in June. So, okay, so he is 15. Mm-hmm. Almost 16. Yeah. And my middle daughter turns 18 a month from today, actually. Mm-hmm. So there, So here's my question. Does John ever say things like with authority about, like, the world or how things are that you find so objectively incorrect and dare I, I don't want to say dumb, but just like, just clearly wrong that it angers you. No, I'll be honest with you. No, we tend to have a lot of the same opinions. So, well, okay. But so here's, I don't mean like about like you guys. So I'll just tell you the story Mm -hmm. and then you guys, because yesterday me and, all, my wife and all my kids were in the car, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how this came up, but somehow Pete Davidson came up, right? And one of them said, "I think he's dating Ice Spice." Yeah, he yeah. is. And okay, so the, the so it, it was like, are they actually dating? Are they going on a date? Right. Yeah. And I said, "Well, you know, his that would be kind of surprising to me." Because his kind, at this point, he is more famous for dating 
yes. the most famous women in the right, world yeah. than he is for anything he does in his career. Right, right. And my daughter said, well, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what do you mean, yeah, exactly? She's like, that's why he would date Ice Spice. Yeah. And I said, and I said, no. And she said, what do you mean? And I was like, Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande are exponentially more famous than Ice Spice. Yeah. And she just said, you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Right. And oh. I said, and then she had the audacity to say, maybe to people your age. Oh. Yeah, I think that's true. Oh. I do. Actually, I think she said it with authority and she was correct. It hurts. You have to believe her. I would just be like, oh, she is? Right. She's more famous than Ariana Grande? No. I have to take no. someone that age no. at their work. Kardashian is one of the most famous people in the world. Right. And, and, and to me, fame is not defined. Listen, fame is not defined by hipness. By what by what young people like? Coolness might be, hipness right. might be. Fame is if I so. Let, so this is the game that I tried to play with her, but she was not interested. I said if we took 100 people, Family Feud style, so it is a full cross section of race, age, gender, right? Mm. How many of them, if you say the name Kim Kardashian, say, I am familiar with that? I said, I, in oh, Americans, we're just doing Americans. Right. I said, I thought the number was around 75. Mm. Do you I agree think it might with be, that? I think I it might be low. low. I think low, it's higher low. than that. I would think 95, 97. I think that, okay, so, all right. My and mother's I, heard I, of Kim Kardashian. Right, my mother, too. She might not be able to spot her in a lineup with her sisters, okay. but she knows, she knows the but name. Heard, right. for, for Ariana Grande, I set the number at 40. Okay. Yeah. For Ice Spice, I set the number at eight. Yeah. I think. I mean, what? Yeah, I think your numbers right? are pretty close. That's what I would have thought until your daughter said she's more famous. Uh, I had no but idea. But I think she's just famous. more famous in her circle. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, and, she's and they, definitely right. less and famous. Then, and then one of my, I think my son said, "Oh, okay. If you're talking about fame, because I thought you were talking about attractiveness." And Ice Spice is definitely more attractive than Kim Kardashian. And my wife almost jumped out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, my God. I'm now, like, my wife and I, who were, like, the young, cool parents, eventually we stopped being that. And now we're just old, whack parents that our kids are like, oh, my God, you don't know Ice Spice? I'm like, I don't. I really don't. Never hurt. Like, no, no familiarity with her whatsoever. And then that the reason I thought of all this was I was just talking about people having types. And I was like, I think Giselle is dating like a Taekwondo champion. Yes, I read and, that too somewhere. But she denied that in that interview, right? <laughs> yeah. I know she did, but it was at least, at least rumored. Yeah. And by the way, that would kind of make sense. Right. Sure. Like, oh, got it. Like super in shape athlete type. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like alpha, whatever. It, it, it follows a trend. And so... Uh, I had not heard the Tom Brady thing at all. So here's the Brady thing. This is, this all started because of an anonymous tip sent to this gossip uh, blog or website. They said that it's an A-list actress who just announced her divorce, yeah. is dating a, oh, no. an A-list NFL, A-list NFL athlete who is also recently divorced. So they speculated that it could be Reese Witherspoon, Ooh. but the thing is, Reese like just announced her divorce from that guy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that. They but they could have been right. Who knows? Been, I mean, is, was Reese just to use my situation was, in general? I didn't announce my divorce. But you sure, guys knew it absolutely a year and a half before. Yes. 
Well, I mean, or some of us might have known it <laughs> <Yeah>. six years. <laughs> Fair enough. You make a good point. <laughs> um, wait, was Reese the one that was in, that was drunk? Yes. And her yeah. husband was getting the DUI? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I liked them. My, I was rooting for them. I liked him. I, I liked her, too. I liked them both. Yeah, like, the way he handled it, it was, like, was totally cool. Like, come on, Reese, just yeah. go sit down. He's like, don't you know who I am? He's like, he knows who you are, baby. <laughs> he also knows that I'm, I'm about to buy a blow point two three here. So let's just get over with this. I'm a lawyer. Let me handle this. I know you got us into yep. the party and all the free drinks, but i got to get myself out of this. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, so who else? I'm trying to think who the other, like, as far as who could the quarterback be? An A-list, an A-list uh, who also just recently married. got divorced. Yeah, so it can't be right. Rodgers. So Rodgers has never been married. Mahomes is not divorced. Mm-mm. It's Burrow, Allen, never married, and I don't even know if they're A-listers like in the celebrity right. world. You know what I mean? No, it's, it could it's, be so a former NFL player. Say, did it say NFL player? It, NFL? it just said yeah, it's N- A-list Brady. NFL of recently divorced. Did it say quarterback? Or I don't think player? it did. Hold on. Let me look, go back here. It says, A-list actress uh, actress who just announced her divorce is newly dating A-list NFL athlete who's also recently divorced. So Could it be Kelsey? But they weren't married. He wasn't married, right? He was also yeah, linked yeah, up I, with Ice Spice. Oh, that's right. When the whole right. news was really? thing, like, yeah, it was like, whoa, wait, hold on. We thought they were together. Yeah, because no, people were saying, oh, Ice Spice is dating Pete Davidson. Then other people were like, no, it's Kelsey. Yeah. That's when I learned who Ice Spice right. was. And I don't want to speculate on his uh, dating situation. It's not my business. Right. Um, but so I don't, uh, yeah. Well, there okay aren't well, and you wouldn't be speculating. You're like best friends with the guy. And now you're like, I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore because. Right. I don't want to be the one who leaks yeah, this. Actually, I, I was going to correct you guys, oh, but I better not. The, uh, so I don't – that's interesting. The, I mean, because the, the thing is this, like A-list NFL guys like Odell Beckham, but he didn't just get divorced. I don't know. That's fascinating. I didn't know that. The other thing that's going on – well, there's two things. One, we don't have to get into the details of it uh, because it, if I'm being totally honest, it's beneath, beneath all of us. However – I couldn't resist myself in scratching a 12-year-old grudge yesterday on the internet. Oh, I love that. My buddy Laugh came in and really and, and really put a just a kill shot in on the guy. Yeah. And I really appreciated the loyalty and the friendship when I saw that this morning. You're welcome, man. Who loves you? Off the top rope. From out of nowhere. Uh, off the top rope. And also... Again, if you want to search through Twitter to find it, it's fine. It's an old Kansas City radio beef. But... The guy's assertions about success and everything were some of the most laughable things I've ever seen in my life. And borderline and borderline pathetic. But we can I appreciated you having my back. Well, yeah, I mean him too. saying that, well, I'm yeah look, he has a podcast and a Patreon. And look, I'm not saying he's not successful. I don't know. He's more successful than us, maybe. But when he was like, I'm more successful than you, Nick, I'm like, that's when I was like, you know what, man? Just (laughs) settle down. You like, you just take the loss. Like, I know that me and Nick are friends. I know that I've given Nick a ton of advice. I also know Nick is more successful than me. We don't like, there are just some things that are true. 
They are unequivocally true, and they happened. Like Ice Spice isn't as famous as Kim Kardashian. <laughs> exactly. And Nick Wright is more popular than that guy. Yes. Right. I more mean, famous, I for see sure. him on TV. If that other guy was walking around the streets, I, I, I don't know how long it would take until someone recognized him, but right. a hell of a lot longer than Nick. We can't talk to him for two minutes without people. I think someone right now is talking to him. Right. That, so that, anyways, I was happy to do it. So you ridiculous. know me, man. Never, never wanted to shy away from that kind of stuff. No, I pretty made me feel good this morning. Um, all right, now to the thing you you truly do care about. Opening day, baby. Here's the reason that I Lilo, tell Slim and the audience, of course, what my group text to you and your son was. His group text morning. was, "It's opening day," and then he stopped. He goes, "Wait, hold on. I'm going to put Euro in on this because he doesn't trust me at all." So he texts me and Euro, and he goes, "Look, I got to talk baseball today or tomorrow." So give me some hot some takes tips. that mean something so when I talk to John Smoltz on TV, I don't look like an idiot. And I was That's like, this amazing. is great. So Euro's been texting him stuff. That's and there awesome. was a point where Euro... Euro's been texting me all day. Texting him all kinds of stuff. And there was one point where Nick was like, I don't know any of these people you're talking about. I've never heard their names before. There's a chance you're lying to me, and Which I'm going to look awesome. like even more dumb. That, that would be really mm. epic if he did that and managed to pull it off. Because you know that Euro knows the difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, he knew baseball stats five years ago. Because he was like, he was like, you know, he was like Joey Votto. And I'm like, no him. And then he's like Gallo. I'm like, no him. Then he said like Byron Buxton. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> sounds kind of fake. But I think I've heard the name. Like, I think right. maybe sure, he's like a catcher or something. And then... <laughs> He was like, Fander Wimbler. And I'm like, what is <laughs> Okay, now you're nonsense? messing with me. Right. And, and then the last one that he texts me, I'm going to find it real quick. Because he was like, if you want to sound really smart, you're going to use this guy. Mm-hmm. And the, hold on, where is it? Sorry. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you want to sound really smart, instead of talking about Gallo, talk about Rowdy Tellers. Yeah, Rowdy Tellers. I know that's fake. And then he sent me his baseball page. Mm -hmm. He sent me his stats page. And I'm like, oh, man, I am behind the times. But you saw level. Here's what I really want to talk to you about. So the Yankee game today, 5-0. Yeah. Two hours and 33 minutes. Yeah. The pitch clock. Yeah. Do you like it? And I have a question. Tell me your thoughts on it, and I have a potential adjustment that I want to run by. Okay, so uh, I don't hate it. Um, I, I think it's fine, it, it, but my one fear is, and I, I think it's everybody's fear, is that you have guys throwing so hard that sometimes they need to let that arm rest a little bit before they throw it 100 miles an hour again. I think we might see more injuries. I, I, I have no proof to that, and I have no proof, but I think sometimes they throw the ball 100 miles an hour and then they walk around on the mound for a second because they're like, i got to throw that goddamn little ball 100 miles an hour again. And while baseball players as a whole aren't in the kind of shape as football players, right? Some of them are, but not all of them. You don't have to be. It's still the wear and tear on that arm. I think that could be a problem. That's my only thought okay. is that you could see guys getting injured more. So I hadn't thought of that. That's a smart, like at least hypothesis, you know what I mean? I guess right. we'll see. Um, here's my tweak or concerns the wrong word. 
But I do think, because even a guy like me that does not really like baseball, mm-hmm. I truly enjoy playoff baseball. Yeah, of course. Because there is the intensity and the anxiety of, like, every pitch. Right. I think that they should wait it for the final three innings of playoff games. Oh, so like the shootout in hockey. What do you so mean? So if I'm correct, the shootout in hockey, they oh, said, you know, we're going to do a shootout during the regular season, but, but in the playoffs, not we're not playoff. doing it. We're not, getting, we're not having a game. So you could say, hey, we're not doing the pitch clock once we get into the playoffs. Don't they do some of that for or the NFL, least, too? Aren't there different rules sometimes in the playoffs for overtime, or is that just thing? Maybe I'm no, thinking of I think okay. it's just hockey. No, makes, that is true. That, 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 the, the, you can't win. Like, the, if you score a touchdown in your opening possession, the game doesn't end. That was the new rule this year. That's only for the playoffs. Okay, okay. That's right. what so I was they, wondering. They did do that for the NFL. But okay. I don't even need, I don't even need what Laszlo is for the playoffs the entire game. But the final – because I do think they don't want four-hour playoff games. Right. But the final three innings, when the – you know what I mean? When the anxiety is the highest. Right. I do think, ha- you know, getting the time between pitches and all of that makes it feel bigger. The, now, the converse would be – the argument against it would be we're going to ask all our pitchers and our batters to get used to this and this becomes and a rhythm change it. for right. six months. And then change it in the biggest games is probably a bad idea. Right. But I think from a viewing perspective, we don't mind in close playoff games. If they take a little longer. What caused the game to slow down so much over the years anyway? Why did the game start taking longer and longer? Well, I think part of it is the pitchers and the batters get out every time, readjust their gloves, hit their cleats. But a lot of that is like, you know, and and I don't know, you'll talk to Smoltz, but... You know, from my understanding and playing a little bit of baseball and and loving the sports for so long, like, you'll see guys hit their cleats when they're playing on turf. And you're like, why are you – so some people would say routine. Oh, they've got to do it. Yeah, part of that's that. But the other part is you're nervous. And I've heard guys say, man, I just want to hit my feet with the bat so that I'm grounded, I know where my feet are, I can feel my whole body – then I can step in there and focus. And so, you know, maybe we might, if, if you take away some of that stuff, maybe, you know, maybe uh, you'll get some guys who aren't, who, who don't hit as well as they were, you know? I mean, in, yeah, ni- in 1968, it says the average game was two and a half hours. And that's 1968. Right. 2018, it had gotten up to three hours and 45 yeah. minutes. Well, a huge so a huge part of it, a huge part of it, though, also, what is, they, guys used to pitch yes. complete right. games right. or there would be two, you know, you would bring your closer in in the seventh and he would put, pitch the rest of the way. Right. You, well, a lot of times rare. you try to get your starter to go eight and you have a closer to do nine. Yeah, That's right. it. And if your starter only went seven, your closer would go to the final two. Right. But it, it became the norm over the last 20 years for a team in a game where they weren't getting shelled. Where right. things were going well, to have five pitchers pitch, right? And that was the, you know what I mean? That's a huge. Every time a pitcher comes in, right? It's like what six minute delay. Well, also yes, because now a new pitcher comes in. Don't forget this. Then TV's like, cool, we can put some commercials in here. Correct. Right. So and then the so, commercials you know, get more. They sell that spot, you know. So I mean, all of it kind of added to that. All of it, and so, but I do think, like one of the. 
One of the things that now soccer, it's a harder thing to sell because there are no commercials. But one of the cool things about the World Cup and any big time or any soccer match really is, you know, this you are out of there in two hours. Right. Like it is a maximum. And the, you know, basketball usually comes in around 220. The NFL, the college football takes way longer than the NFL. College football probably takes a little too long. Yeah, because the clock rules, the stopping it after the first down, down, yeah. um, And now it leads to more comebacks and stuff. But the, the, and so baseball, I get, it was becoming too long. But I do wonder, I think your point on the injuries, and other stuff is an interesting potential. And we'll also see how guys handle it. That's what I'm waiting for. Like we've already, I said this before it started, and I don't know how long did it take, Slim, before it happened. They you, no shift, right? And I was like, okay, so they're just. It's only going to take, and I thought it would take into the regular season, but it only took into spring training. Uh, I think I said it, and then three days later, somebody did it where. Okay, so we can't shift our infielders, but I can take my center fielder, move him between the first baseman and the second baseman just on the grass, and then move my left fielder and shade him to the right, and now I basically shifted. So I think baseball in and of itself has been a if you're not cheating, you're not trying type of thing. I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things that happen throughout the season where you're going to be like, "Oh, they can't shift," but they're this in the shift, came up with. right? And then I heard Manny Machado. He didn't get in the box fast enough and took a strike and just said, "I, I just start down a strike. Don't care." Yeah, I I heard him say that. That I don't buy. He's a great player. He cannot start every at bat one. <laughs> no, I don't but think he, he will. He everyone. Has- but I think there will be times when he's like, I'm not ready. Uh, I'll give you a no, strike. I'm, I'm sure there. Yeah. No, I'm I sure wasn't going to swing at the first pitch anyway. True. Take yeah, but look. sometimes that first pitch is a ball, and now right, you're yeah. one always. No, you're right. Yeah. Pitchers, yeah. In the yeah. World, hitters in the world, and you're in trouble. But I think we might but see people do that. Uh, no, I, I, I think it'll be fa- Here's what I know it has ca- created instant interest, discussion. Yes. That on the heels of the World Baseball Classic, plus the fact that the NBA is going through arguably its worst regular season in recent memory, right. all of those things I think are like really positive developments for baseball. And as you guys know, with me working for Fox, the home of the World Series, I mean, I'm a team that's 365 days a year. I mean, Byron Buxton, Joey Votto. Yeah. Whoever the Gallo fellow is, I think I remember <laughs> from my cup of inning. The whole thing. I mean, I'm in there. Me and John Smoltz tomorrow chopping it up. Hey, hey real quick. I want you to throw out this yeah. idea to Smoltz. Because, okay. or at least to your Fox Sports guys, man, I'm telling you this is a great idea. Just pitch it, okay? So the World okay. Baseball Classic was unbelievable. If you're a baseball fan, it was unreal. It was like playoff baseball every night, one and done. It was so exciting. And what happens now is that's done, and now we're at opening day, and we've got all summer long to get back to playoff baseball. What yep. if Fox Sports went to Major League Baseball, right, and said, yo, 
let's do the World Baseball Classic during the All-Star break. Let's make the All-Star break longer. Guys who get voted in play for their teams, right? The teams then play. They can take three weeks off or a month off. If the teams don't make it, the players can still get their week off, and they could still run games like preseason games, right? Uh, during yeah. the team, if they wanted to work their guys out, but and then shorten the season during the World Baseball Classic to 144 games. So there, you know what you're describing. I'm not sure exactly how, like, what hockey does during the Olympics. Yes, it's exact. It's similar, very similar. Because it's you can't run the NHL or the big leagues in Russia during the Winter right. Olympics because all the best players are playing for their country, right? Right. And there's other, the, you know, the, the, the I don't know, again, the, but the best soccer leagues, when the World Cup is going on, right. I think they just pause. Right. They're just like, we got to stop. And I'm not certain, that one I'm not certain on, to be honest with you. I like that idea. You know what? That's a good, that's a last little original and a good one. And I don't think Smoltz is the guy to ask about it, but I do think one of the Fox bosses is. I love that idea. I, love I mean, it. I think it would make a lot of sense. And then, you know, all-star, you get all-star month. How how much fun would that be? Oh, God, are you okay? Yeah, did that? you die, Nick? You all right? No, I'm fine. That was They weren't honking at me. Right. Okay. Hey, man, and I love you, and just know you're getting any more 20 Twitter fights. I got you. I appreciate it. And tell Euro he's going to hear a lot of his takes Tomorrow on television, because it is my own. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, I got to get out of here. I got to take Chacho to his last baseball practice. Oh, nice. Before his first tournament of the year. Nice. Got a doubleheader tomorrow night. Is it going to rain? It said like 0% or 10%, so he should be okay. All right, good. Well, I'm sure. Is he excited, honestly, to see his takes on TV tomorrow? Well, no, a Chacho. I got to take Chacho. Oh, Chacho. Chacho yes. taking. Okay, sorry. Taking Chacho, yeah. And he's super excited. I said, are you ready for your last practice before your tournament? And, man, I love that kid so much. He just responded, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm so like excited him. too, man. Cool. Well, tell him to have fun. All right. Hey, we good? We're all good. See Everybody's fine. All right. Uh, good show, Ice Spice. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.